a planet-saving electric cement truck, a Kenworth independently converted to battery power right here in Australia. At Mount Druitt by the Sea, a vehicle overflowing with proud Australian innovation on the fast track to net friggin' zero. Well, there's no way to gloss over this. It went unexpectedly into full battery crematorium mode yesterday on Melbourne's Westgate Freeway, hilariously screwing the traffic in every known position for roughly 12 hours. What a freaking marathon, dude. Satan said he was quite pleased with this first deployment of the technology, but committed to doing much better next time around, perhaps in a tunnel or deep in the CBD at around, arbitrarily, 4.45pm, when and where the full toxic, hazmat and destructive potential of the big rig could be better realised. Welcome to Electric Utopia, dude. We recommend SPF 3 billion 24-7 because, hey, it's going to be a hot one. I'm John Logan from autoexpert.com.au. New cars cheap, Australia only, website, card. Okay, so just to get you more or less up to speed here so we're all on the same page, Here's the truck yesterday doing the full in-trouser, vindaloo, gastrointestinal colonoscopy prep. Note the horizontal flames venting violently from its rectum at roughly 2,000 degrees C, which is, of course, the signature calling card of catastrophic thermal runaway. Luckily, the driver escaped unscathed, nobody else was hurt, and fortuitously, this happened in a fairly open spot, comparatively. So the toxins, you know, the hydrofluoric acid, the hydrochloric acid, the cobalt compounds, the carbon monoxide, etc., they got somewhat diluted before the poisonous fallout was distributed arbitrarily among downwind Melburnian Society. This report is sponsored by NordVPN. Get four extra months of Nord free now at nordvpn.com slash AEJC. Say you're in a cafe one day and you think you've just connected to the free Wi-Fi. But in fact, a hacker has just inserted himself between you and the internet and he's about to start ripping you off properly. How would you even know? This is called a man-in-the-middle attack. It's one of the most common ways to get hacked. But there's no law that says you have to be the next victim. You need countermeasures, and that's what NordVPN does. NordVPN does the stuff that you and I don't understand in the background. Encrypting your data, hiding your IP address, locking everything down, basically. Go to nordvpn.com slash AEJC now. The two-year plan discount is huge right now. Plus, you're going to get four extra months free. nordvpn.com slash AEJC. Link in the description. Just subscribe, download the app and connect. One click later, your IP address is shielded, your online traffic is masked with NSA-level encryption across as many as six of your devices. NordVPN is the fastest VPN on the planet. 
It costs only about as much as one cup of coffee every month to keep your data, your identity and your devices secure. Because your location is masked, you'll be able to access streaming and other services that might be blocked where you live. Plus, you can continue to watch your favourite content when you travel. You might even be able to score some great deals on travel and accommodation that are not available at home. That happens all the time. Go to nordvpn.com slash AEJC now, boost your security and enjoy that discount plus those extra four months of free subscription time. It's totally risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash AEJC. Link in the description. And thanks to Nord for sponsoring this episode. According to primemovermag.com.au, about a year ago, Cement Straya deploys electric heavy duty truck innovation. I don't know about you, but the teepee in my freaking trousers was quite green that day. Hashtag Incredible Hulk. Australia's first electric prime mover fleet unveiled with swap and go batteries. That's the Driven.io, roughly eight months earlier. Bring it, I said at that point. You go, girl. And get fucked, Diesel, I also said on that very day. It's over, and it's not me. It's filthy polluting you. You smell like a dead dinosaur, and I hate the insufferable Kit Kat offer every time I attempt to freshen you up. If we go back another... Eight months or so, bigrigs.com.au tells us J. Anos Electric, I think that's how you pronounce it, J. Anos Electric charges ahead with electric trucks. And you can clearly see a high-tech forklift here powered by LPG. <laughs> because fossil fuels are a fucking miracle of reliability, convenience and energy density, and also seemingly safety in the circumstances. It's lifting a giant fuck-off battery of about roughly 600 kilowatt hours, and just for context, that's six big, fat, obese Kia EV9 batteries, like, Jesus, that's a lot of electrical energy, into a shitbox prototype J. Anus truck. This was in August of 2022, and I categorised the prototype as a shitbox for a reason, but perhaps unfairly. I'm going to tell you why, though. It's because roughly six weeks earlier, according to Truck and Bus News, fire fail. J. Anus Electric Truck destroyed in devastating fire. Oops-a-daisy. This is something that almost certainly wasn't in the marketing plan, I'd suggest. And that's not like a giant red flag that all of this might be a comparatively poor idea, is it? The technology used has been incrementally developed and has progressed exponentially since its inception. Buzzword density there. Off the chart. Hashtag respect. Lex Forsyth there, the GM of J. Anus. Certainly the technology progressed pretty fucking exponentially on July the 14th of 2022. Nothing but wholehearted agreement from me on that one. Dude. 
and it gave the fire and rescued dudes at Tugra, normally a pretty quiet place as I understand it, gave them something novel to do on an otherwise mundane day, I presume. Any idea what caused it? From our initial investigations, we suspect that the fire was a result of one of these engineering challenges that has since been engineered out of our current solution. Mm. Quite. Big Rigs there, quoting Big Lex from a somewhat sooty J. Anus headquarters near Centrelink by the sea. Allegedly, that's from an emailed statement. Now, to me... This is a giant nothing burger vis-a-vis explanation and causality. Internal battery short circuit, wiring defect, mechanical damage, arson, terrorism, industrial sabotage, zombie freaking apocalypse. That would be an explanation, like a cause. I've never seen an engineering challenge cause a fire. Engineering fuck up? Like, yeah, sure. But challenge? Not so much. Perhaps I need to get out more. So, Cement Australia buys roughly 20 new Kenworths every year, and it decided to convert just one to next-level green transportation in a mad fleet management experiment using society as a lab. That sounds reasonable, doesn't it? Obviously, J. Anus's swap-and-go Kenworth retrofit was deemed both safe and effective, but by whom I know not. We do know it's been incrementally developed and exponentially progressed, and that's something. I guess that's somewhat comforting in the circumstances. And I know I've always wanted a high-tech LPG forklift-empowered green utopian battery swap system. (laughs) So, all good. I wonder how many of the remaining 19 original factory diesel Kenworths acquired in the same round of 2023 Cement Australia fleet procurement have gone all crispy critter in public, costing society millions. I wonder how many Cement Australia trucks overall have burned themselves to the ground just like that at the roadside. Probably not that many, I'd suggest. Let's hear from Lex again, because he's always entertaining. Cement Australia reached out to us in interest of having a deeper look at our product, and they decided that they wanted to go ahead with a new glider. It hasn't been an easy journey to get to this part, but Cement Australia have come along in the journey with us in developing this product. They've been great partners to work with. Well, that is delightful, and I do love it when a plan comes together, especially after initial hardship. So, I wonder how that great partnership is tracking right now, like today. And this alleged journey that we're on, have there been any recent course changes there, Lex? I'd be surprised if Lex hasn't had a few... Interesting conversations in the past, I don't know, day or so. Have things heated up or gotten frosty on the relationship front, I wonder? Importantly, how's the future order status looking? I don't think we'll ever really know. Not the granular detail, anyway. 
honest personal opinion, okay? Battery trucks seem like a properly shit idea to me. Changing 600 kilowatt hour batteries in a depot. It's not like putting a new battery in the garage door remote, dude. On, you know, engineering fundamentals, it seems like rather a lot could go wrong. Early experience seems to support this hypothesis, I'd respectfully suggest. At the very least, I would look again and see if there aren't any further engineering challenges that need to have their nuts cut off. To cement Australia, I would humbly suggest, stop being so ridiculously fucking woke. Cement production is intrinsically energy intensive, but this is stuff that we need. Kind of like steel, cement is one of those materials that separates the modern world from the frickin' Stone Age. We need it, desperately, in copious amounts. This is not optional. Modern advanced societies are built on a foundation of steel and concrete, obviously. Net zero cement is a conspicuously bullshit concept like net zero steel. It's just woke, appeasing bullshit. And the event horizon is like 2050. It's a long way away. A lot can happen in the meantime. Therefore, my strong advice to Cement Australia would be just stop bullshitting about net zero on issues such as this which are essential to the functioning of advanced societies and just improve the process efficiency to the extent that's possible. Improve the efficiency of the fuel used, the furnaces, the machines, minimise waste friggin' heat, maximise the conversion of clinker to cement and minimise waste. That's how proper engineering processes suggest we tackle emissions from cement production. Minimise the shit out of CO2 by all means, but kindly do not insult the intelligence of everyone who paid attention in STEM classes by suggesting that net zero cement is even a remote possibility because it is not. According to the International Energy Association, the emission intensity of cement has increased since 2015, and the cement industry is officially ranked as, quote, not on track for net zero. That's the worst rating possible, incidentally. And this is, of course, why greenwashing the fuck out of themselves with non-starters like battery trucks seems like such a good alternative solution. What I'm saying is, a battery truck cannot help the green energy balance of cement production in a tangible way. Even if it's not burning to the frickin' ground in a giant hazmat incident in the second largest city in the nation. A fleet of battery trucks will make no appreciable substantive difference to the green energy balance of cement production. That's just disgraceful greenwashing about which Cement Australia should be properly ashamed, in my estimation. 
Trucks are not part of a green energy fix for cement on fundamentals. They're just not. That's merely greenwashing for the government and other insufferable woke twat stakeholders. The best thing about this greenwashing is that it just went up in smoke quite publicly and caused a giant toxic hazmat incident inconvenienced thousands of people and cost society millions of dollars yesterday. So it basically self-identified as the underlying greenwashing scam that it is. What happened yesterday is what happens when 5% of one organisation's new truck fleet has a battery that enters crematorium mode during normal operation in a city without warning. Fast forward to the electric utopia promised by the politicians, most of whom would not be able to put a nail in wood with a framing hammer, let alone elucidate the laws of thermodynamics. They're generally dumb, fundamentally incapable, but hey, they're rat cunning and that's something. Imagine how impossibly entertaining it's all going to be in the very near future. EVs are a giant experiment. The lab that this experiment runs within is ambient society. And you and me, we're the lab rats. And you know what ultimately happens to the rats. <laughs>